This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another show of Smooth Operator. I'm Adam Liette. So good to be back on the microphone today as I'm in a really interesting position personally in in the business as uh, recording this episode early in 2022. We're really just getting started on our 2022 plan, which means it's time for me to start thinking about the next steps for my end and what I need to get off my desk so we can progress forward to the next level. And that's what this episode is all about clearing your desk of the task that you're not really the best person for anymore, that there's someone else on the team that's better suited to take those tasks. Because as you progress in operations, as your company progresses, eventually the time will come. We need to clear some of the cruff off, some of the stuff that you used to do, get it off your desk, and that makes way for emerging tasks and projects. Now, this is just such a natural evolution and something that everyone's going to go through time and time again. But it's also something that tends to make most of us super uncomfortable at even the prospect of handing over some of our tasks to someone else. And this is really for two main reasons. Uh, The first is we all get an overinflated sense of self uh, that we feel we're better qualified or uniquely qualified to do a job. And there's no possible way anyone can do it quite as good as we do. And the other is we start to wonder what will fill our time if we offload some of these tasks. Both of these feelings are supernatural, but in my experience, super full of shit. (laughs) Neither of these is true. Um, And sometimes it's a matter of getting over ourselves. Uh, The fact is that each and every one of us is currently doing one or more tasks that are completely transferable. And by creating a step-by-step SOP or process that someone else can follow, we can effectively offload this task off off of our responsibilities. There are things that are uniquely ours, and we need to treat those tasks with the respect that they deserve by clearing the way of the tasks that bind us up, that take away so much of our mental and physical energy and emotional energy. By doing that, you're going to be able to do those more important tasks to a higher level of competency. For example, just with this podcast, putting together the content of the show, that's something that I own. I can't outsource it because this is my creative work, and this is something that can't be replaced at this point. I certainly can hire. I certainly can't hire someone to record it for me if you need my voice on it. You now that's it's my voice. But what can I do? One thing I could do is hire someone to do research for an episode. If there are resources that would help me with my own preparation, if I'm presenting any facts, I can certainly outsource all the editing and publishing the episodes. Not to me- not to get not to mention uh, like any promotional materials, any emails or social media posts. Those are all completely transferable, and I would actually greatly benefit by getting this work off my desk. Keep in mind, this is the type of repetitive work that most of us creative types actually try to avoid doing anyway, because it bogs us down and gets in the way of us making our biggest impact. So I've gone through a couple iterations of how I've gone about identifying and offloading things off my desk. Each of these has a different framework and has a different impact on how I approach the project. 
Uh, the first and the and this is really the first thing going back probably a year and a half, two years, whereas I started with a simple list where I'd keep track of basically listing the things that I didn't want to be doing anymore. That's a useful first place to start, especially if your day is bogged down with administrative tasks that have no reason to still be on your desk. Here's a great learning point, though. Don't just start with listing the things you want off your desk. Instead, list everything that you do in your day, your week, your month. Everything. So that you're starting with the position of everything being on the table. Because you're likely to miss or purposely keep some things off this list due to either an emotional attachment or pure simple oversight that you may have during the process. Then when you're ready to put things in the offload bucket to offload to another team member, do so with a partner, with your business partner, with a trusted confidant, a colleague, um, someone else, take a look at it. Talk over everything that you do and assess what the first, second, and third things are that are ready to be handed off to someone else. And really, whatever the easiest thing to get rid of, to offload, do that thing first and then move on from there. I kind of st- I stole that from Dave Ramsey when we talk about debt consolidation. He says, like, take the lowest debt or the lowest uh, value debt and pay that off first because it's the easiest to get. And that simple action gives you momentum. I took that same principle and applied it to here. So take the easiest thing to offload. If it's something as simple as creating a, a, a five-liner you know, repeatable task in Asana, boom, I just did that this week, offloaded something off my desk. It took me 25 seconds really to create that project in Asana, make it repeatable and assign it to a colleague. When you do that, you get the momentum, that feeling of instant relief. And that instant relief is what propels you to move forward to the more difficult task to offload. So another method that I use is called a a time study. Uh, Simply put, I have this little, I'm actually doing a a time study right now. I have this sheet of paper that's an actual piece of paper. I don't do this digitally. It's handwritten. Um, A time study is simply monitoring everything you do throughout the entire day, 24-7. And you chunk this into 15-minute increments. Um, And I mean everything. I put my workouts on here. I put my family time, my self-care time, my tactical time, my meetings, everything goes on here. Doing And this is a two-week time period. You, you monitor your time for two weeks before going back and assessing the results of your time study. And here's what you'll find, and I find every single time, no matter how many times I do a time study, and I think I'm on my 20th or 30th at this point, is that, maybe not that many, but either way, you'll find huge chunks of time that you're putting into tasks that keep you from accomplishing the radical huge goals, the wildly important goals that you have for yourself. When you find those areas of the greatest opportunity right there, it's going to scream at you when you assess your time study. You're going to find those areas where it's going to have a massive impact on your daily and weekly work life. I'm telling you, it's exhilarating and you'll have you'll be ready to get them the hell off your desk once you see them and you see how much of your time it's actually taking. I look for big chunks. Um, It's kind of the inverse opposite of what I do with with the list where I'm looking for the low-hanging fruit to get off my desk. When I'm looking at a time study, I'm looking for where are my chunks. Those are the projects because I know when I undertake offloading one of those big chunk projects off my desk, I know it's going to make a humongous difference. And, And it's just... 
when, when you have that clarity of what is next from that time study, I'm telling you, oh man, it's so good. You can all, and, or inversely, you can use this to then inform your list of tasks as in the previous process. So do your time study first and then use that to inform your task list from the previous project or the previous process. And once you offload, then do another time study. You're going to see the difference. You're going to see how much more time you spend on your big projects. And uh, whew, man, it's a good feeling when you see that. The final method, uh, this is number three. This was recently introduced to me by uh, uh, someone I really know and respect. And it's the most difficult one for me. <laughs> it's the most difficult one for high-level performers, especially high-D personalities like I am. And it's the idea that you need to offload the things that you're the best at instead of looking just for the low-hanging fruit. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? Offload that. Say so This is super scary and <laughs> uncomfortable for me. But it's, I'm actually in the middle of doing that right now. Uh, there's a big project we have within the team where I was always the one to handle those type of projects. I'm good at them. I, I understand them. I see the bigger picture. And instead, I've empowered one of my team members to completely own this project. And what's happened is that person has stepped into the, a new role. They've taken on a new level of responsibility. They're excited and empowered by the level of trust I've given them in this project. And I'm able to support them in a very difficult project so I can still have my say, still have my input, but it's not me owning all the decision-making. I have a trusted confidant. I have someone I'm working with. So over what, what really is going to happen here over the next 60, 90 days as we accomplish this big task together, my new team member is going to come out with confidence and know that they have my support. And we've already worked together in that capacity, which is only going to set the conditions well for the future, for uh, collaborative efforts that we really need to get together on. So this overall just has two major ramifications for me. Uh, I've dropped a huge obligation that I was uh, kind of mentally prepping for in the first quarter. And this is giving me the space to rock out with some other initiatives that I haven't, I haven't working. And some of those initiatives are wildly important that I get those right. I dropped this huge obligation, something that would have taken up a ton of my mental and emotional energy, and I'm pouring it into this other project. Instead, I'm playing support role in this huge pro in this other project. It's a different mentality than when you own it. And I'm setting the conditions for this team member to be able to rock on these difficult projects and be able to work from a position of being supported by me instead of me driving the train. Looking back at my own life, I know whenever I was given a new responsibility, usually there was a major task that accompanied that responsibility is kind of my introduction into that role, kind of trial by fire. I'll never forget when I made Sergeant First Class in the U.S. Army. I was made, I was promoted on a Friday afternoon, and I was made the acting first sergeant on Monday. So welcome to senior NCO life, buddy. That's how it went. But it was huge, and it really set the stage for the next couple of years. 
So overall, offloading tasks and taking on new responsibilities is a never-ending part of business and growth. But you can't take on those new responsibilities and new levels of opportunity until you offload some of what's previous on previously on your place, on your plate. If you find ways to systematize this and work through it, that is what's going to condition you to have the best success and that's going to give you the most confidence moving forward. You'll never be totally comfortable with this if you're doing it right. You'll always be uncomfortable. And that's kind of the point. Embracing discomfort is part of the process. But when we're working from a process, we have a way to work through that discomfort. We have a way to digest it and internalize it and turn it into something powerful, turn it into something positive to set us up for massive success. Now, this discomfort has a negative side, a warning sign that I've fallen privy to, everyone's fallen privy to, and we'll explore that on the next episode of the show because it deserves its own episode because it is that critical that we do not do what I'll be talking about on the next show. So, happy offloading, happy task management and working through your own own stuff as you take on this most critical part of growth and becoming the person that we want to be. Until next time, this is Adam from Smooth Operator Podcast. Come check us out at www.adamliet.com. Do leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And I will see you next time. Yeah, real quick before you bounce out here, I put together a free training on how you can run your business like a special operator through five simple universal truths. Get started today at www.adamliette.com slash soft. That's A-D-A-M-L-I-E-T-T-E dot com slash S-O-F.